The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. the Miz, as you said, King, a chance for Miz to derail the train that has been Cody Rhodes since his return. Well, you're right, and I love the look on the face of the Miz. Very, very confident, a big smile on the face of the Miz. I can't wait to find out what the Miz has in store during this episode of Miz TV with Cody Rhodes. Found out at WrestleMania, don't turn your back on the Miz, don't turn sideways to the Miz. Even if you're his tag partner. Yeah, just don't trust the Miz, period. Oh, Miz is the most likable, arrogant person I've ever met. Now that we broke our pyro budget and you took 45 minutes to just <laughs> celebrate yourselves, are you, are you trying to upstage me on my own show? Is that the type of guy you are now, an egomaniac, someone that doesn't give a damn about anyone but himself? Don't get hot. Don't get hot. Don't begrudge me this moment. It has been a long time. Since I gotta be in front of a crowd like this, baby! So let's get... Oh, come on. Too much, too much. Just enjoy it, King. Running right through the miss. Oh, well, the miss is gonna be embarrassing. May we get started now? Please. Last week on Raw, you made an emotional explanation on why you returned to WWE. You wanted to make your father proud. One of the greatest of all time, the American dream. That's the Rhodes, baby! Oh, that was spot on. It's admirable. I gotta be honest, the reality is, if it wasn't for your family name, you wouldn't be the grandson of a plumber, you'd just be a plumber. Ooh. Oh, that, that's clever. Wow. Miz after dark, huh? Here we go. Wow. Hey, you know why being a plumber would be a good thing right now? You know why? 
Because you are completely full of... I'll stop. I, I stopped myself. Thank you, please. But you guys know what I meant, right? Okay. I'm sorry. You haven't changed a day. You really haven't. You're arrogant. You're obnoxious. You're a full-blown carny. And what? the fact... No, no. The fact that you embrace it so bravely, you know what that makes you? Reliable. Good old reliable Mike. Let me ask you something. Do I look the same to you? What do you think I've been doing for six years? And every piece of that road provides me crystal clear clarity on not what I want to do, what I need to do. And that is when the undisputed WWE Universal Championship belt. It's a title. A belt holds up your pants. <laughs> but those are lofty goals, and don't get me wrong, you're very good. Anyone that can defeat Seth Rollins at WrestleMania definitely deserves to be in title contention. But that's a long way away because I heard from a little birdie that Seth Rollins wants a rematch and this time you won't be able to surprise him and this time he'll be able to strategize. And we all know Seth Rollins is the architect, the visionary. And to be honest with you, I don't like your chances. And to be really honest with you, I don't like your chances tonight against me. at WrestleMania. More people talked about you on social media. More people in the world talked about you. However, unlike you, I didn't hide, I didn't sneak, I didn't surprise my opponent. Will you shut up? Do you know what this means? Do you know what this means? When my hand goes up, your mouth goes shut. See, unlike you, I didn't hide, I didn't sneak, I didn't surprise my opponents. No, 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 no. I single-handedly destroyed the Mysterio family, and then I embarrassed that social media megastar Logan Paul. But everyone wanted to talk about Cody Rhodes. Now, I know where you have been for the past six years. Oh, yeah, we all know where you've been. But maybe you forgot what this is. This is my show and you don't come on here and embarrass me on my show i will not stand for that let's just settle down i'm gonna tell you something maybe you've never heard on your show i respect you i respect all of your accomplishments here. I get the sense that this hostility is because maybe you feel a bit threatened by me. My opponent 
at WrestleMania, Seth Rollins, I have zero issue with. He gave me a great fight, and if he wants a rematch, I would be more than happy to oblige. But you, you're making things personal. Color me not surprised. When I came back to WWE, I knew there would be criticism. I knew there would be doubt. But I am mature enough to handle it all. I came back to beat the very best wrestlers in all of WWE. Superstars. Superstars, sure. Superstar wrestlers, whatever it may be. I have enjoyed our chat. But you want to know what I'm really looking forward to? My first match back on Raw in six years here tonight. And it's a don't upset Miz anymore. And it is against you. May the best man win. The Miz feels upstage now. I, I would venture to say the Miz might quite possibly be embarrassed later on tonight, King. Look out, look out! Here we go! Tap! Wait a minute! Going for the sneak attack! Cody Rhodes prepared! Watch it. Watch it. Yes, we don't have to wait till later on tonight for the Miz to get embarrassed. Cody Rhodes is more than ready to return to in-ring action here on Raw for the first time in six years. Cody Rhodes made a big, big mistake. Well, one guy who is always ready for a fight, Roman Reigns as well. He made it clear last Friday on SmackDown that he wants more gold for the bloodline. Both, oh, both men compromised. He just slapped the taste out of Miz's mouth. Right oh, finishes! Cody Cutter for the middle rope. Bad leg, no problem. This is not looking good for the Miz right now. It's about to get worse, King. Crossroads! For the cover, one, two, three, a hard-fought win for Cody Rhodes. Here is your winner, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes! Six years in the making, welcome back, Cody Rhodes! Hey, Kapal, good, this has got a feel for Cody Rhodes. First match back on Raw in six years, and you defeat the A-lister, the two-time Grand Slam champion. You defeat the Miz. Okay, okay. It's a big deal, all right? It is a big deal, King. I know it! A veteran name. Great return for Cody Rhodes. Okay, what about Seth Rollins? What's he doing? That's an excellent question. Cody doesn't seem aware of it. Cody! <laughs> Cody! I heard a 
all the kind things you had to say about me earlier. I heard you even throw out the word rematch. But what I want you to remember about WrestleMania, Cody, is that you were a surprise opponent. And so going into WrestleMania, you had every single advantage. And now that I see what I'm working with, So here's what I'm thinking. Rollins versus Rhodes, part two. <laughs> what do you say, Mr. Nightmare? Smackdown Tag Team Champions in history. That's true. We're trying to be Raw too. So check this out. Usos here on Monday Night Raw to challenge you to a championship unification match for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. What do you say? Whoa, you, like unification? Like you mean like in Avengers when Thanos was trying to get all those crystals? Like the purple one and the green one? Yeah, Riddle, yeah. We already got the blue ones. We're trying to get the red ones too. Yes. So let me get this straight. You guys are gonna come to our show. You're gonna walk down to our ring and you're gonna challenge us for our titles. Yeah. Listen, listen, Oos. Oh, we got more company. Contest board, Angelo Dawkins, the Street Profits. But dogs, do my eyes deceive me? What do we have here? Oh, I see it, I see it. But last time I checked, we were the ones that challenged RK Bro to a one-on-one -on -one match, and then Alpha Academy came in, made it a triple threat for WrestleMania. So you mean the same Alpha Academy that we whooped last week in that Tag Team Tornado match? Yes, sir! Huh. I mean, the way huh. that I see it, we the ones that's next in line for a Tag Team title shot. Is that right, Dawkins? Yes, sir. But look what we have here. All the way from SmackDown, it's the Usos! Once again, using their bloodline privilege, uh-huh, to cut to the front of the line for an hey, opportunity. Hey, 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 There ain't no line when there's only one line, and that's the bloodline. Well, guess what here, Oos? We'd be happy to face the Double J's after we take the Raw Tag Team Championships from RK Bro. That way, we, we, us, the Street Profits and the Usos can unify the Tag Team Championships our damn selves. 
because the street profits are up and we want the smoke, partner! Set of challenges, both experienced, physical, high-flying, athletic. That's what I'm seeing right now. The strength of Angelo Dawkins, the great move by Jey Uso, not allowing the tag. Fuck. Dawkins, oh, doing away with both Usos all by himself, not for long. Yeah, two on one, too much for Angelo Dawkins to overcome. Jey, oh, 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 oh. Good tag made the J. Oh! The knees are up. Right into the knees of Angelo Dawkins. Montez Ford climbing up. Now we shift over to the Prophets corner. Get Montez. your knees up. Oh! Oh, what a frog splash. Montez Ford is hurt, but he makes the cover. Oh! Shoulder first into the ring post. So Sawkins. Now Ford all alone with Jay Uso. Ford still fighting even though he's on wobbly legs. Jimmy Uso, the legal man. I don't know. Oh, realizes it all. To the cover, hook to the leg. One, two, three. Victory for the Uso. Guys, this is not over. What a title unification match that would be. The Usos sent over by the head of the table to issue a challenge. They got the Street Profits instead, and they overcame a challenge of their own. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. wait, wait. Against the Uso, grabbing all the gold. Is this what the future looks like?
And now the PWC, the Pro Wrestling Coalition, is on the air for the most exciting two hours of professional wrestling podcasting in the world. We're going to put butts in seats and ears to the streets. And now, here are your hosts, Jimmy T and Jeff Lipman. everyone and welcome to the pwc monday night machismo right here on the pwc network i'm your host jimmy t and my co-host is back if on every show basically doesn't matter the network but he's being my co-host pretty much everywhere dr jeff Lindman, the foreign object should i even call you a foreign object at this point jeff no i think i'm a permanent resident <laughs> yeah it feels like it not just here but also on the hamid media network and even um on channelattitude.com Dude, you're everywhere, like I said, but welcome back to the show. Yeah, thank you. I'm feeling very robust. And hey, good news for the audience. I am no longer hungover and uh, <laughs> and or the effects of my uh, third vaccination. Uh, that, that's gone to so. so I'm whatever counts for normal for me, back to that. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're back to normal, Jeff. Otherwise, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah that, that, that Sunday show was, was probably not my best work. <laughs> Nah, man, that was, it was good, man. Nothing wrong with it. But anyway, let's talk Monday Night Raw. Let me let me get my flask, man. <laughs> Please take a little sip. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Let's let's talk about Monday Night Raw, dude. You know what, man? I thought this show wasn't too bad, to be honest with you. I thought the pacing was actually quite good. 
Agree. I, I thought Raw was pretty good. I mean, they, they still have problems with too much filler and predictability as to when there's commercials and the formula. And of course, just way too much WrestleMania recaps. But if it wasn't WrestleMania recaps, it'd be some other reruns that they put on. I mean, God forbid they find a way to put on another two matches during the course of a show. <laughs> but yeah, but but yeah, I, I thought generally speaking, Raw was pretty good. I mean, even the stuff for the 24-7, which I generally hate, um, it sort of made me laugh. But listen, I'm a sucker for when you drag someone across a bar stool like an old Western fight. So yeah, <laughs> that, I'm, I'm going to mark out for that every time. I'm, I'm easy in a lot of ways. I'm a bar fight slut. <laughs> you're a buff a buff a or a slut yeah yeah especially a girl fight <laughs> you're a character jeff well yeah, let's kick off raw with miss tv who's uh his special guest is none other than mr cody rhodes himself the american nightmare the miz was in the ring hosting his talk show with with the black carpet in the ring along with a couple of chairs miz talked about how great he was the fans booed him so we said your opinion doesn't matter since you cheer for the Lions, which was a nice burn, Jeff, don't you think? Yes. The Miz is very good at antagonizing the audience. Absolutely. As we all know, Miz is a Cleveland Browns fan, so he knows bad NFL organizations. The Lions are worse than the Browns, though. Anyway, Miz introduced Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes made his entrance wearing a blue suit. Big ovation for Cody. He got his full entrance with the Kingdom song and the American Nightmare logos everywhere. I mean, is it Cody Mania? Is Cody Mania running wild, Jeff, or am I just seeing things? They're pretty happy to see him. He's being received pretty well. I mean, how long is this Hook Mania where it only lasts a little bit of time, or can they sustain it? We'll see. But so far, so far, I, I think that Cody is probably getting everything that he had hoped for in his wildest dreams in reality. So... You know, so far so good. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Miz Did you goes see on. People complaining that this was gonna be a match on Monday Night Raw, as if this was a downgrade. It's just yeah, stupid. I, I wasn't complaining, but I saw the IWC actually complaining about it, which I thought is a bit unfair on the Miz. It, it's the whole thing is weird. I mean, I, if anything, the, the, it was sort of rushed up. I mean, this is the this is the obvious place. I mean, they both have the reality shows, you know, with their wives and kids in it and their families i mean you know i mean john cena is not available yet but i mean (laughs) triple h just retired but those would be the next ones if they were around but this makes perfect sense and i i i didn't get it it just it seemed like complaining to complain for complaining's sake which well that's wrestling fans so hey (laughs) yeah or for the course well like you said that's (laughs) that's wrestling fans like you said well miz goes on to rip on cody for spending the pyro budget and spending 45 minutes to get out there. Miz wondered if that's kind of person that Cody is now. Cody said that it has been a long time since he got to be in front of a crowd like this. There were Cody chants which annoyed Miz. He wanted to get started. Miz said that Wait, what last week... What do you week- mean by crowds like this? Do you mean that there were fans on both sides of the arena? <laughs> I assume he's saying that it's bigger than even AEW, but... Uh, not just the hard camera side is is that what he meant by that <laughs> not just the hard camera side apparently and, and the sides of the building as well and sometimes even the upper decks i guess the whole joint the whole thing <laughs> jeff whole i mean the whole joint i mean apparently he came from a place where they hardly sold out any venues well it's true even when they sold out they usually didn't fill them up i mean there's as we all know there's a big difference between selling out and filling up yeah, but come on. They've filled out a few buildings. Don't worry about that. 
They have filled out a few. It, it, it is true. They have filled out a few buildings, but they have sold out more than they've filled. Eh, all right, fair enough. They've well, been, a lot of scalpers have been burned. I just, I just am amazed that they still delve into the market. <laughs> well, apparently now Cody's in the big time, so <laughs> AEW was tonight, absolutely tonight nothing. Show, tonight's Dynamite show, we're recording on the uh, Wednesday the 13th. Um, apparently only 3,500 tickets have sold for a 10,000 seat venue. I'm really? hoping that's the same for Baltimore, which can seat up to 14,000. And I'm hoping they only sold 3,500 so I can get some $5 tickets the day of. I, th- I think Baltimore actually does pretty well though for AEW. Well, they had full gear there and I was there and I can tell you that they sold about 8,600 tickets and it's a 14,000 seat venue. I mean, it was one of their first pay-per-views but so you know maybe that should say wow everyone's coming to see it or maybe that would say <laughs> hey nobody really was you know fully invested in the product yet yeah so you could cut either way all i can tell you is that it was nowhere near a sellout and it was nowhere near near a full building yeah, interesting fair enough are you going to go if there is an aw event in baltimore would you be there is on, on there is on may 4th i will go if if the numbers are similar and I can get cheap tickets, you know, in the days leading to it um, because it's La Sicaria's birthday. So, temptation. So <laughs> no, no, not May 4th, but we're coming up uh, before that. And I bought her. So that's, I paid for that. I, I bought her a birthday present, uh. and, you know, and uh, you know, that's at some point I need to pay off that engagement ring and then start <laughs> saving for a, a wedding, you know, and shit like that. So. Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> you I mean, uh, so <laughs> you guys want to do a GoFundMe? Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't really want anything fancy. What oh, really man. all I want are sliders, crab balls, maybe some maybe some Caesar salad, cheese uh, cheesecake squares. Strawberries dipped in, in dark chocolate and an open. Oh. That's it. I don't oh. want anything more than that. Jeez, that's a bit too much to ask, don't you think, Jeff? No, that that's 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 what I, I mean. Instead of a whole catered dinner, that's all. <laughs> that, that's all I want. That, that that's, <laughs> that's that's just it. Uh, and chicken fingers for the kids, i.e., me. Nice uh, and fries. Yeah, that, well, that's it. You're so making me simple. hungry. You're actually I making me hungry, it. Jeff. This is this is this is not my first wedding. I'm not interested in doing it. <laughs> and and no one else is paying for it like the first wedding. So <laughs> nice. Well, anyway, Mizuko is on to say that last week on Raw, Cody explained why he returned to WWE. He wanted to make his late father Dusty Rhodes proud. There was a Dusty chant. Miz said that he's got to be honest. If it wasn't for Cody's family name, he wouldn't be the grandson of a plumber. He would just be a plumber. Cody said that being a plumber would be good because Miz is completely full of shit, I guess he's going to say. But then he held himself back as he stopped himself. Cody told Miz he hasn't changed at all. Cody said that Miz is arrogant, obnoxious, and full-blown carny that embraces it. So that makes him reliable. Cody asked Miz if Cody looks the same. Cody asked Miz, what do you think he's been doing for the last six years? Cody said he needs to win the Undisputed WWE Universal Championship belt. Miz, it's a title. About holds up your pants. There's a Vince line for you there, Jeff. That is. Um, that was a good uh, recitation of the exchange, which was just fine. I mean, it, it was good. You know, for listen, Miz TV is generally painful to watch. This was not painful to watch. This this was actually pretty entertaining. No, I like was. I like the Miz's double entendres. 
I like his sort of shoot work promos. And I like how Cody was playing along with it too, because frankly, that's what he's been doing the last three years. That's true, but there's more actually, Jeff. We're not done. There's just more. Yet. There is more. Oh absolutely. God, I mean, you keep giving. You keep giving to this <laughs> I'm audience. I'm a giving person, Jeff. I'm a giving person. But anyway, Miz said that he heard that Seth Rollins wants a rematch with Cody. Miz no. said he. Yes, he did. Miz said he doesn't like Cody's chances, and he doesn't like Cody's chances against the Miz. That led to Miz complaining about people talking about Cody at WrestleMania. But unlike him, Miz didn't surprise his opponents. Miz was fed up with the crowd chanting for Cody. Miz said he single-handedly destroyed the Mysterio family, and then Hold he embarrassed second, Logan Paul. Hey, Miz that's according to the Miz. Miz didn't surprise his opponent. He surprised his partner. <laughs> well, that's true. This is WWE. Absolutely. Miz said he knows where Cody has been, and we all know where he has been. Miz said that this is his show, and Cody can't embarrass him on his show. While adding, Hold on. Did you hear what I heard? That they're swimmers that? together? Yes, I did. That's breaking news right here. We can confirm that the Roses and the Mazanins <laughs> are swingers with each other. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me one bit. But he also goes on to add that he will not stand for that. Cody told Miz to settle down. Cody said he respects Miz and all of his accomplishments here. Cody said mm -hmm. that he gets the sense that his hostility is maybe because Miz feels a bit threatened by Cody. Mm -hmm. Cody said that Seth gave him a great fight, and if he wants a rematch, he'll be happy to oblige. Cody wow. said he's not surprised by Miz making this personal. Cody said he came back to beat the best wrestlers. Miz corrected him saying superstars, another Vince line right there. And Cody mm -hmm. said... He was looking forward to his first Raw match in six years here tonight. There was another Cody chant. Cody said, may the best man win. Cody put the microphone against Miz's chest. Then Miz charged and Cody sent him over the ring. Their match is later on in the night. What do you think of this overall promo, Jeff? I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was good. I mean, yeah. Like I said, Miz TV usually is, is painful to extremely painful. Uh, especially without Morrison, who had comedic timing with the Miz. God, I miss Morrison. Um, uh, but yeah, I thought that this whole segment was, was good. I, I thought it was entertaining enough, and it was fun that they were talking about Dusty because later on Kevin Owens was wearing a Dusty Rhodes shirt, which I'm sure is right. now available for sale on WWE Shop Zone. And we know that the Cody shirt was the highest selling shirt, you know, it was. in history or whatever, or record numbers. And <laughs> now the Dusty one will be too. But you know who owns the the uh, trademark Dusty Rhodes? WWE? Nope. Cody Runnels in Does his own he? name. Yep. Really? He even got a consent agreement from his brother, Dustin. Wow. Yes, the trademark office declined it, saying there could be confusion between Dusty Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes. Oh, he really did win by signing with WWE then, right? Oh, well, yeah, because uh, I, I mean, I'm sure there's some licensing with that. I mean, listen, they, they, it's not that simple because they because they used it long before there was a registered trademark, this prior use and whatever. But I'm sure part of the deal is that he's going to get something with that. And I'm sure part of the deal with his brother was that his brother gets some of it as well. But what people should look at if they have time is to go to uspto.gov, type in Dusty Roads and look at the procedural history because literally it was like at 11.59 p.m. when they filed the coexistence agreement on the last date after the extension after the 60-day grace period. So literally, the, it was not the 11th hour. It was the 11th hour and 59 minutes, like past any time that they finally filed that agreement. So 
the story between dust uh between cody and dustin with that blood match would have made yeah. sense probably right up to that moment not two and a half years prior interesting that's why he's a resident lawyer folks dr jeff Lippman, right here on the pwc network <laughs> that was great jeff i like it a lot well let's move on to actually before we move on i want to say about cody with his promo if he's not careful man because he started losing me halfway through this promo where he started talking about himself again and it was just like i just felt like if he keeps going that way the fans will turn on him quick man i truly yes. think that yes well the miss is right he 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 is an egocentric guy i mean the the pyro and the exaggerated entrance that was part of the work shoot i mean Absolutely. right now wwe universe i hate saying that is behind cody because he's there they they stole you know the, the gauntlet from thanos basically <laughs> they they you know they got they got you know the biggest infinity stone back um right. you know and so it's like a moral or immoral victory however it's a pr coup for for but yeah at some point cody does risk the fans turning on him because he's not likable <laughs> <laughs> it's true man I, I agree 100% look I'm liking what I'm seeing for now but there are times where he's still making me cringe you know what I mean so we'll see what happens with Cody oh well you're gonna love this you've seen the stories that the brandy is in negotiations for an on-screen role as well oh if that happens and <laughs> Jesus Christ now they're asking for it man straight up I I, I am brandy's fan so <laughs> Brandy's Brandy's number one. I mean, obviously, it's not obviously it's Nikki Bella, Alicia Fox, Brie Bella, then Brandy. But I mean, <laughs> you're a character, Jeff. Uh -huh. Seriously. Well, let's move on to Via Mahan versus Dominic Mysterio. What's there really to talk about in this match? Via Mahan just absolutely annihilated Dominic, and you know he done the cervical clutch submission and to send Dominic basically. To, to hospital uh, sometimes i can't stand these typical wrestling like storyline and angles man anytime dominic is destroyed i'm happy true so i mean where was freaking where was his old man to even fucking like stand up for him he wasn't even around nobody would be seen covid protocol oh yes i did hear about that that's true and apparently it was meant to be rain mysterio against via right so I guess Ray's going to the hospital next. Uh, man, this, I can't stand Via, man. I just, I just can't, man. I can't take him seriously, dude. I understand you. You on the racist Olympics on one of the shows oh, you once, and you can't take Indian people seriously. <laughs> Talk about throwing me right under the bus, man. Exactly. I do right now. I support. I endorse India to invade Australia, but really just Melbourne. Really oh, just your boy. house. I don't like that, Jeff. I don't like really that just one. your camper. Really just your tent or wherever it is that you live. Anyway, let's move on from this match. Who gives a shit about VA, in my opinion? But whatever. Get him. Get, him. Get Jimmy. Well, well, VIA was interviewed by Kevin Patrick in the back who asked why VIA attacked Dominic after the match. VIA says, I strike fear into the heart of any man. Dominic was shown... not a man. <laughs> Dominic was shown driven away in an ambulance... And then there was a video shown of AJ Styles getting beat up by Edge and his new buddy Damian Priest last week on Raw. AJ Styles was shown earlier in the day being interviewed by Sarah Schreiber. Styles said he was afraid of what he might do to Edge and Damian Priest 
Stoll said that he knows it wasn't smart going after the two of them last week, but Edge talked about his family and that made it personal. Styles saw Priest, so Styles went after him in the backstage area. It was broken up by officials. And then Styles faces Priest up next. What do you think of that little promo, I guess? Whatever. AJ and promos, it's not exactly his thing. I mean, he's been wrestling, what, 927 years and... No, nobody's ever gone after his family before said anything come on all right if sure. someone went after his stupid hair that should make it personal but they, this, this, this was fine i mean aj in the ring good aj spe- speaking you know it's it's hit or miss this one this one could have been a miss but it, it was fine well this match ended up becoming a no contest and i was thinking to myself surely they they don't want to have aj lose another match then again they don't want priest losing a match so they had to do this friggin' no contest in a weird way where the lights went purple, I guess. And uh, Damien Priest was in the middle of the ring, taking a knee, doing all these weird sort of expressions going. Rah, rah, rah. You, you and, don't know uh, the rule in the WWE rule book that if you make a weird face in purple light that the, the match ends. <laughs> this made no sense. What's I have no idea. Like I'm watching this going, that's the end. That's it. I mean, like you're correct in what you said, but stop calling me Shirley. Um, <laughs> Spank uh, my ass and call me Charlie. Shirley, stop calling me Shirley. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't understand this. I mean, I, what happened to AJ with the purple lights? Did did they put him in a in a tractor beam? I, if you have I a guess. tractor beam, why don't you use it to disable your opponents in the ring so you can pin them more easily? I <laughs> I, 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 I I don't understand what happened here. The, this was the weirdest part of the show. This was the only part of the show that was an absolute fail for me. Um, and I don't know why they don't want priests to take losses through DQ by going brutal when the evil lights come on. AJ's like, what the hell's going on? But Priest knows what's going on. While he's looking around, he kicks him in the back of the head. I mean, what, what's the big deal? Then he gets disqualified. How, how does that hurt a blood feud that's now personal? But okay. This is what they came up with. This this reminds me of like when the fiend came out of a box and you know and, and Randy Orton threw up black goo but still won. <laughs> I mean, you know. Basically they didn't want either one of them to take the loss, so they done that shit, bro. I mean that's that basically sums it up. I mean, come on. It was a stupid well, matchup to begin with then. If that hopefully was hopefully Curtis Axel can come up with a better end than that. Than that. <laughs> well, where do we go from here? I don't know. I guess we'll get another match next week on Raw. And then we'll get Edge appearing when the purple lights go purple. I mean, yeah, Edge, Edge is not going to be full time, so yeah, he's probably just taking a week off. Anyway, whatever. It was a nothing match. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? The announcers ended up making it clear that what happened before the break was the end of the match. AJ Styles was interviewed by Schreiber again. With Styles saying he didn't know what that was. Styles yeah, but, but said he, he, his face was all bloodied. So I mean. But that wasn't even part of the story. Like that would have, like I didn't see him get all bloodied up. What's with AJ getting blood? Did he walk into the, the the door again to get bloodied? I didn't see it during the match. <laughs> I guess he can't see anymore, Jeff. I mean, so <laughs> that his new gimmick? He's, he's like a he's like a blind monk, <laughs> blind <laughs> warrior monk. <laughs> I guess he is. Who knows? But uh, Stoll said he wasn't done with him. Stoll said that Edge and Priest aren't going to stop him from getting to them. It's like stigmata. He just keeps getting these cuts for no reason. Do you think he's maybe he's really maybe Edge and Priest really do have demonic powers? Maybe he's being possessed by a demon and stigmata's coming out. 
Maybe Punishment Martinez is coming back, Jeff. Okay. They're not going to use the old name. <laughs> not their good, intellectual though. property. And Damien Priest is just as evil as Punishment Martinez, if not more. It's true. It's true. Well, let's move on to the next matchup, the big one between Cody Rhodes and The Miz. I don't know why everyone was shitting on it online, Jeff. We're talking about this off air. What the fuck was people's problems? I have no idea. No, we did it on air. Remember I said guilty. Did we? Was it on there? I thought it was off yeah. the air. We're talking about I mean, the whole gesture. Guilty as charged. Wrestling fans like to complain just to complain. Oh, it must have been uh, at the very start, obviously. Of course. Yeah. During your great entrance. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, like I was saying, man, about all the cool jams you're going to no, read hold next. on. Hold on. We weren't talking about the match. <laughs> we were talking about the, the promo at the start. Uh-huh. Well, not the matchup. Okay, this is the about. match. Well, let's talk I about the match. Cody Rhodes wins about. with the crossroads, obviously, over the Miz. And we had also uh, Seth Rollins in the ring, obviously, as well, at the end of the match. Uh, first, of all, first of all, don't give short shrift to the Seth Rollins in the ring. Because you know I'm no Seth Rollins fan, but his outfit was spectacular. Oh, absolutely. I'm I'm loving his outfits, dude, lately. I'm actually starting to like this gimmick, man. A lot of people don't like it, but I, I actually like it. You should you should get that suit for you with all that Hameen and, and channel attitude money you're getting. You should get yourself a you should get yourself an outfit like Seth Rollins, one of those suits, a black shirt, a black tie, matching. I'm a millionaire, square. Jeff. I'm a millionaire from Hameen Media, bro. I understand that you are, and that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm suggesting- big time now. Don't worry about big time Bex. It's big time, step Jimmy up, boy. Step up your fashion game. I will, just for you next time, Jeff. I appreciate that. No problem. Well, anyway, Cody gets a win with the crossroads. And as I was saying before with Seth Rollins, I guess he makes it official with uh, with Cody Rhodes for WrestleMania Backlash, Jeff. Who's going to win this one? Surely Seth Rollins ain't getting pinned once again, is he? I think he has to. Again? I think he has to. Or is it possible I mean- Cody gets his first loss? I listen. Either way, someone's being buried, right? Um, right. I, I think I, I think that Seth Rollins has to lose again, or it's a DQ of, of some sort. Probably Seth Rollins being DQ'd because uh, I think they're really confused what they want to do with Seth Rollins. But like, I don't know if they want to make him face or heel. But I think that he has to be a, a heel because he sucks as a face. <laughs> he sort of sucks as a heel too. He just sort of sucks generally, except as a wrestler. But. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to build Cody to be a world champion material, so he has to win again. Well, Seth freaking Rollins was in a ring with Cody, as I said earlier, and Seth said he heard the kind things that Cody said about Seth earlier, and he even heard Cody throw out the word rematch. Seth said at WrestleMania, Cody was a surprise opponent. Sure, Seth. So going into WrestleMania, had every single advantage. Rollins said now that he sees what he's working with, Cute evil laugh, Jeff. <laughs> so Rollins is thinking Rollins versus Rhodes part two. Cody said yes, absolutely yes, and that ended it. Thank fuck. <laughs> John. <laughs> John. I'm just trying to think of who's in the story that could interfere. I mean, it wouldn't they wouldn't bother with the Miz again and then skew off to a Seth Miz battle i don't know whatever it is you can't lessen cody's stock yet 
even if they're going to do a, a bumper match, I, th- I think you got to give Cody the sweep right now. I think this, this this is your guy right now. He absolutely is their guy for sure, one hundred percent. Well, Kevin Owens was shown last week dealing with Ezekiel, who is Elias without a beard, apparently, right, Jeff? Oh, it's Elias's younger brother. What's wrong with you? Oh yes, that's right. My bad. Well, anyway, Tommaso Ciampa was introduced really by. Look alike. <laughs> they the do eyes. Everything else is different, Pat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, a little weirder. Champa was introduced by Kevin Patrick as the newest member of the Monday Night Raw roster. Ezekiel was there to welcome Champa, and Champa said Aww, it was nice okay. to meet him. Kevin Owens nice. showed up, <laughs> saying it was not. <laughs> well, Kevin Owens shows up saying it's it was not Ezekiel. It was Elias without a beard. <laughs> Owens told Champa not to listen to him. Uh, Champa said that. Is that is Ezekiel, who is Elias's younger brother? Can I ask Owens, you a question? What's that? Owen said said that he's known him for years, and it's Elias. Right. Hasn't he known Champa for years? And wouldn't Champa have known Elias the same amount of years? I guess. Like, didn't I mean, they all come to NXT or like around 2015, like around the yeah, same time? Yeah, absolutely. You're right. So, I mean, why wouldn't Champa just say, "I've known Elias as long as you have," and this is clearly <laughs> Ezekiel. <laughs> Come like, on, Jeff. Like Elias looked like a lost child there. I'm not Elias. Champa Champa. Like a child. He was like, right. Like this is his initiation, him. Jeff, into the big leagues now, Jeff. Now that he's on the main roster, this is exactly the shit that's going to be fed to him. You know what he looked like? He looked like a kid who got lost in an amusement park but couldn't find shade and had sunstroke. I just like, I need to be hydrated. <laughs> I know it looked bad. I was cringing, but I was laughing at this segment. You know those times that your parents left you in the outback, but then the nice car, <laughs> the Rangers found you. To be fair, I've never been in the outback, dude. Not like the outback, outback. You know what I mean? I mean, I've been in the bush, sure. Like I've been camping. Oh, sure, you show off. You are the oh. shut the hell up, D. Are 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 you the worst Australian ever? You haven't been to the outback, dude. The outback is like in the middle of Australia, pretty much, man, in the desert. <laughs> I understand, but you there, there's the. Yeah, I mean, you don't just go there and then all of a sudden you're there. I mean, you have to travel 1,500 miles to get to the center. Do, I imagine you if do. you travel two or 300 miles, you can get to the outskirts and still say that you're in the outback. Like, I've been to the mountains. <laughs> nah. like, actually, actually, it's I pretty have built been, up here in Melbourne, actually, Jeff. Melbourne's a pretty big city, dude. I believe you, which is why I believe that you can ride on one of those kangaroos <laughs> and, and ride it out to the outback. I suggest you do not ride on kangaroos, ladies and gentlemen. Just... Just putting it I out there. I have been on kangaroos. I've been to Australia. I know how things I know work. you have. I know you but, have, but you don't ride kangaroos. All right, Jeff. I've I'm even been you. to the Rockies. I was at the <laughs> continental. Is Rocky divide. talking about? The Rockies in, in the United States, in Colorado. Oh, but I actually Colorado. was at the continental divide and it was slippery. And I, I literally almost fell off the other side of the mountain. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Gee, that's not good. <laughs> Did you break a bone? Was it like high? Or? Well, no, I, I didn't actually fall off because I, okay, because I was like saved, a- but um, uh, it was very emasculating. Um, so, yeah. That would have been like, I, The point is <laughs> I've been to the desert. I've been to right. Sedonia. I mean, and, and you know, and so I, I traveled there from, from Scottsdale. So, you know, you're <laughs> able to go to the desert without actually being lost in Scottsdale, the desert. Scottsdale, Arizona? That's the place. That's that's the one. <laughs> one of the same. Went to Sedona. Went to Flagstaff. So Yuma. So you've been everywhere, right? I mean, shit. You've even been I've to Greece, been Jeff. Everywhere, man. I've, yeah, been, I've everywhere. been everywhere, man. <laughs> I haven't it's been everywhere, but I've been, I've been to a fair amount of. I mean, in the U.S., I've been to a fair amount of places. Outside the U.S., not many. Australia just happens to be one of them. I didn't make it to the outback either. I made it to the Blue <laughs> Mountains. 
Blue Mountains is nice, dude. And Cave Beach or Caves Beach. Cave Beach. Did you? Yeah. You never came to Melbourne, though, did you? No, did. Everyone said don't go there. Oh, man. Sydney's so overrated compared to Melbourne, dude. I mean, come on. I'm telling people you. People tell me in Sydney that Melbourne is like a poor. They said it's like the Detroit of Australia. Oh, <laughs> please. Look, it's Sydney like, and Melbourne like has a rivalry. Dude. <laughs> oh, God. Please. Sydney and Melbourne had, do have a rivalry, you know. Obviously, we're the two biggest, like, you know, cities. Also, the two biggest states and the most populated. But Sydney mm. is so overrated. We get everything in Melbourne compared to what they get. Put it that really, way. Do you, do you have mashed peas as a condiment? Ugh, I don't I do not do mashed peas, dude. I, I do peas, no, but not ridiculous. mashed peas. Yeah, I mean, do you do bangers and mash? It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, the bangers and mash, but that's... You I know mean, what bangers and mash is? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's sausage. Yes, yes, that's right. And bangers one and more mash. thing. There's one more thing that's one of the main ingredients. It's not just sausage. Blood sausage. No, come on, dude. Mashed potatoes, bro. Well, I didn't think you were asking me about the mash. I mean, everyone knows. <laughs> Bangers and mash. Bangers it's and like mash. asking me what fish and chips are and then making sure I know what it is. <laughs> well, fish and chips literally like reads itself, right? I mean, come on. Well, so does bangers and mash. Right, but you just said bangers, not the mash. Well, that's the only thing that's not a normal <laughs> word. Anyway, I mean, like let's bash. move on. Let's move on because we I went mean, way bash off. Bash your mash? Bash your mash? I mean, uh, I suggest you don't bash your mash. But then again, if you need to. But you can mash your bash. You can mash your bash. But anyway, let's move on from bashing the mashing. And let's go back to what what Owens was saying. Owens was shouting about how that's a lies and told Chumper to grow up, Jeff. I should be telling you to grow up too. <laughs> I, I All of you are nuts. I mean, there's a picture uh-huh. circulating clearly with Ezekiel and Elias posing together. And you can tell they have different body shapes, they have different postures. Everything is different. Elias is like a Crow Magnum. Ezekiel is, is like Apollo. He's he's like he's like Paul Roma on Hercules Hernandez's body. It's like power <laughs> and glory merged into one person, just getting the best of both of them. And hey, Elias hey. was a caveman. I don't I I don't even like I said, I barely see the resemblance. Well, yeah. Me too. I really don't see it either. But did you see what was trending on social media today, actually, or yesterday? Jeff, I, I don't know what what happens in your world now. Well, Ezekiel put out proof that he's not Elias, and that Elias is his older brother. How and, and what kind of proof did he produce? It was him and Elias together. Are you just Those talking about the photo people? that I was just talking about? What were you talking about? That same photo? Seriously, you still don't listen to me all this time. I complain about <laughs> you not listening to me. And the one Please? thing, no, no I just D, realize- you don't shut the hell up. D, you're right. He doesn't listen. <laughs> you're a character. I, I, that's, I, all I want is a co-host that listens to the bare minimum of what I say. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know you were talking about that particular photo. But anyway, it doesn't you mean matter. When I said there's a picture of Ezekiel and Elias together. Right, I must have missed that last. You didn't bit realize though, I was man. talking about the picture of Elias and Ezekiel together. Uh, which part? Which, which part led you astray? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Jeff. Anyway, fine. You spoke about it. I think that is proof that Ayatollah it's not- is this your best man? Whose man is this? Whose man is this? <laughs> Stop it, Jeff. Now you throw me off. Let's move on, dude. Mark, Let's Mark move Sterling on. Told me I would work with a higher quality of talent. Oh, thanks, Jeff. Really, is it, is it like I that? Need, is I it? Need a new, I need a new entertainment lawyer. I need a new a- agent. Wow, wow. 
That's that's insulting now, Jeff. <laughs> I'm sorry, are you talking to me? <laughs> are you talking to me? <laughs> are you talking to me? Anyway, I'm talking about Naomi with Sasha Banks versus Liv Morgan, Jeff. I would prefer and, that we talked about Naomi and Sasha Banks versus Liv Morgan, if you don't mind. Well, winner by pinfall was Naomi in a nothing match. And like we've been saying week in, week out, Liv Morgan is done. Well, she did beat Sasha on, on SmackDown. So, Big deal. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, Liv stinks. I mean, she's she's cute to look at and she's very nice. And I'm glad she has a job and that that's terrific. And, you know, at, at least she's not part of the bachelorette party, but that that's nice. <laughs> Well, anyway, speaking of parties, we move on to the VIP lounge. Anyway, speaking of parties, did you see all the social media parties of Carmella and Alexa Bliss's weddings? Um, I saw one picture, which WB oh, well, advertised on Raw, right? Didn't they? See, well, I am I am friends with Leah Vandale, or now Leah Polinsky on Facebook, and Genio de Daddio, or whatever uh, uh, Liv Morgan's real name is. So I got all of the pictures, and it looks like they had a lot of fun. A lot of fun, yeah. They used, they were they were dancing with kids, so the kids of the way got to dance with with sexy wrestler women, and <laughs> yeah, it looks it, yeah, it, it looks it looks lovely. Well, did you see the Miz and I Jax at uh, Alexa's wedding? No, I I, I I didn't. I'm not friends with Alexa on Facebook, so I did not see those. Letters. Well, they're all over the place anyway. Really, it's, they're not hard to to find but anyway <laughs> that's something to see i think Nia Jax has put on so much more weight man but it is what it is the show but you know i haven't i should look at it now just just i mean you could become what is she on um, like a, the the discount only only fans <laughs> yuck what, i bet she's thing? got a lot of fucking fans paying up too jeff yeah what a, i mean she will for a bit i mean that that those things i mean it always looks impressive in the beginning and it always goes down down and down into the right not up into the right over time no please hell no anyway let's move on to the vrp lounge jeff where bobby lashley was in a ring with the black carpet and two catches lashley said he wasn't invited to mvp's vrp lounge but because of what they did to him last week bobby decided to invite himself lashley said that last week should have been a celebration since he went to hell and back against Omos at WrestleMania. Lashley, Lashley said he barely made it out of that match against Omos. Then on Raw, he felt that relentless power, and then he was stabbed in the back by the one man in the entire world that he thought he could trust. MVP. Lashley called out MVP to explain why MVP did it and why he did what he did. Omos made his entrance with MVP with both of them wearing suits, MVP told Lashley to stop embarrassing himself while adding that if Lashley destroys MVP's property, Lashley will be hearing from MVP's lawyers. Could it be you, Jeff? Yes. <laughs> well, anyway, MVP goes on to say that Omos is learning how to be a businessman, so he will wait until the right time and the money is right. MVP told I Lashley... specialize in furniture destruction cases. <laughs> MVP told Lashley that we should be thanking MVP. It led to MVP giving his explanation, saying that Lashley was getting a wannabe TikTok star lead his career. Ashtray, I mean Astray, not Ashtray, Astray. MVP a said runt, that he helped a half-run yeah. TikTok star. Talking about Leah Rush, maybe that's true. No, he was. That's no, he was. About that's Leah true. Rush. I know that's right. A TikTok fucking star in Leah Rush. 
who I'm so glad he's not in AEW. I heard anymore. other podcasters go, I don't know what he's talking about with TikTok. What's TikTok got to do with this? It was Leo Rush, you dumbasses. Wait, was Leo Rush actually doing shit on TikTok there for real? Leo Rush still does stuff on TikTok. Well, who else oh, is going to listen to him? Oh, I don't know, man. But fuck you. Oh, man, I man. know. But well, people telling me he's such he's going to be such a star in wrestling. No, he never will be. Please, I never was. I agree, one hundred percent. MVP said that it was himself that made Lashley the Almighty. Lashley said that MVP came back to his farewell tour. He was ending his career. Then he latched onto Lashley as his meal ticket. Lashley said that he destroyed everybody on Raw, even defeating Brock Lesnar for the WWE title. MVP said that Lashley thinks he doesn't need MVP. MVP said that Omos is bigger than you, stronger than you, meaner than you, and will take Lashley's place at the top of the mountain. MVP said that Lashley barely survived his first match with Omos. MVP promised Lashley he won't survive his next match with Omos. Lashley said he's going to finish Omos just like he did at WrestleMania. And after that, Lashley's coming to get MVP. Lashley cleared the ring of couches and the table that were in the ring with him. And man, Lashley needs some more work on his fucking promos, dude. Straight up. Well, he's not going to get better at it. He's 45 years old. So th- th- this, is, <laughs> this, is, this is Lashley, and that's why he was so much better with MVP. And Absolutely. You know, I think this is ill-conceived. I, I think that what Lashley said was true and what MVP was said was true. They can both be true, which is why they worked well together because they right. complemented each other. I mean, and Lashley's success, even in Impact, actually, it was, I think it was, was it Impact or was it TNA back then? No, I, I think well, it, was it was TNA. Impact. It was Impact. It was Impact. With the beatdown clan. Anyway, right. when Lashley was the belt collector. Right, right. Also, yeah. Also associated with MVP, I believe, but the beatdown clan was definitely well led by MVP. So it was, it was, it was MVP. So old Joe was in it too. Kenny King. Cool. I mean, well, like they kept, they kept losing. Like they had Hernandez for a day. They had Homicide. They had Loki for a sec. They kept, they kept losing. You know that that fourth member. But yeah, Kenny right. King, Lashley, uh, and and MVP were the the three constants. Anyway point being is that this is terrible lashley and almost would be an amazing team but they'd be too much of a team because nobody could ever beat them but wwe doesn't care they did it with the brothers of destruction so why not again but hopefully this will lead to a reunification but as i said a few weeks ago if you're not going to have brock chasing Heyman around that the b story is lashley chasing out looking after mvp so it's a wrestling story this was fine lashley saying nothing is better than Lashley saying too much. Well, nevertheless, MVP looked great as per usual, man. Always great on the promo. And I'm just, look, man, Lashley has improved tenfold on his promos. Don't get me wrong. But he still sometimes looks like a deer in the headlights when he's on his own, man. Especially at the very start of the promo, where I felt like the crowd weren't even paying attention. And he was just talking. It's like everything around him went silent, man. And I felt that for him, dude. I was so like, oh. You know what I mean? Yep. Okay. But well, what can I tell you? They're they're not going to reform the Hurt business, which was the ba- the greatest thing they managed to do in the COVID era was the Hurt business, and Vince could hardly wait to destroy it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, speaking of riveting, next there was a recap of the twenty four seven title situation with Reggie proposing marriage to twenty four seven champion Dana Brooke. And Akira Tozawa proposing marriage to Tamina as well. Both women accepted, Jeff. Great. It was a recap, so terrific. 
Big surprises. Well, they showed Tazawa, Reggie, and R-Truth along with some random guys that were at the bachelor party. Truth asked about where Dana was with the 24-7 title. Truth told Reggie, you can't, you can't leave Dana alone with the 24-7 title at a bachelorette party. So they left. So <laughs> that was a riveting segment as always, right, Jeff? Yeah, this was a bad segment, but I'll, I'll forgive it because it led to something which was also bad, but at least was funny. It was very bad because this next segment, Austin's Theory was in the office talking to WWE officials Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville. Theory told him to just call him Theory, so I guess he dropped the Austin name. Cause, because Mr. McMahon said he didn't think that Austin sounded good on him. Well, I wonder it's why. McMahon Austin, right? That absolutely. No, absolutely. Theory so now he can to- have he can have moves like called the conspiracy theory, the theory of relativity, <laughs> chaos the theory. Is, he comes across like a jock, though, Jeff. He is a jock. Well, that's why those anyway. Theory wanted a U.S. title shot against Finn Balor, and they gave him the title shot next week. Kevin Owens complained about his equal, so he wanted a lie detector test for his equal next week. Deville mm-hmm. agreed to let Owens do it. Sonya told Pierce she had an opponent for Belair. In the future, and she left with a contract. Leadership. Leadership, absolutely. Totally <laughs> leadership. Uh, anyway, we get the next matchup between Bianca Belair and Queen Zelina, Vega. And Belair hits her KOD, the kiss of death, slam for the pinfall win after two minutes, Jeff. That, that's how long it would take me to slam Vega to. <laughs> Oh shit! That was a good one. I was, I was banging her mash. <laughs> oh boy, that was good. That was very good, Jeff. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> well, anyway, speaking stay of very classy, nice, Melbourne. stay classy. Not just Melbourne. Stay classy, Baltimore. Stay Come classy, the uh, Victoria Land or Queensland <laughs> or wherever you are. Queensland's up north, southwest. <laughs> You know, territory and a state are two different things, you know, Jeff. I didn't. Please educate me on. We did fun with flags last show, so let's do. <laughs> let, let's talk about Australian geography this time. Absolutely. Let's talk about it. Actually, let's not talk about it, actually, Jeff. Because. Oh, man. I'm sorry, because Sonia Deville enters yeah. for some future match announcement, Jeff. A compliment in Australia. Absolutely do. Always, man. But anyway, Banker Ballet was in the ring with the Royal Women's well, title with I Sonia Deville. Seriously, Jeff. What a, what a sea cunt. <sighs> you're, you're a silly cunt, Jeff. Seriously. <laughs> anyway. I, I'm, I'm, I'm silly every part of the anatomy. <laughs> anyway, Sonny DeVille talking to her. DeVille went over some of the women on, on the Raw roster that could be possible opponents. Belair said at the end of the day, she'll walk could out as the... Bailey or Oscar. Uh, yeah, well, that's what everybody was expecting online, actually, funny enough. But it mm. was... It was neither of them. Anyway, she'll walk out as the Raw Women's Champion and did the EST routine to remind us how great she actually is, Jeff. Sonia said that she had an open contract with her, so Bianca should sign their open contract no matter who the opponent is. Sonia talked about her opponent as somebody who one year ago promised to return for a shot at the women's title. It's Sonia herself, Jeff. Can you believe that Um, shit? Leaders, strategery. Strategy. <laughs> is that even she a must, word? You must have read Jack Welch's book. Absolutely not. Well, anyway, <laughs> Sonny did a cheap shot to the back of the knee and kicked to the head. 
Well, apparently it's wrestling. You need to have eyes in the back of your head. Yeah, you need to absolutely. You Otherwise, must. Otherwise, like AJ, you just get vacuumed up into a into a giant well vacuum. <laughs> Maybe Sonya hit a reverse DDT on Belair there to ask Sonya what she was doing, but Sonya left without saying a word. Saxon said she doesn't answer him. His authority over her has never been established. It was an abuse of power, Jeff. Whatever. Who says? They're co-equals. Only Vince seems to be able to uh, have power over Sonya. It's, uh, it's not abuse of power until he says so. If, he, if Vincent takes abuse of power, he'll vacate the contract. Well, the minute DeVille hit the ring, I knew straight away it was going to be her, dude. I just knew. You're so smart. I am. I'm the Nostradamus of professional wrestling, Jeff. Ooh, well, Mr. Damas may take issue with you. Oh, I don't think so. But anyway, let's move on to another segment. It was time for the 24-7 title comedy with Dana Brooke and Tamina hanging out with some random women. Dana, you can't hang to- out. Let's talk about Dana's top. She looked all right, man. And I don't really rate uh-huh. her, but she looked all right. But like I said, That's I've right. never found her that attractive, to be honest, man. Okay, well, she's got nice boobs. She does. That she absolutely does. But Tana thanked Tamina for agreeing to a truce to enjoy the night. Tamina said after their honeymoons, it's open season. Los Lotharios from SmackDown then shows up to talk to the girls and they kiss Dana and Tamina on the cheek. Nikki Trash, or should I say Ash, shows up after that. Young Buck style. Young Buck style. <laughs> Young Buck style, absolutely. With a special surprise, one of the guys that were there was dressed like a referee. Nikki rolled uh-huh. up Dana for two with Tamina making the save. Tamina uh. ends up beating up Nikki, and then she puts her up on the bar. The guy showed up, and then our truth appeared. Wait, 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 wait. She puts her on the bar, and she drags her across well, yeah, the bar. Yeah, she does. She drags her across the bar. All the bottles are going everywhere. It was pretty funny. That was, the, that, was, that was the part that made it worthwhile. That's true. That was funny. I'll, I'll give him that. The rest of it is total trash. That's true. Well, as I was saying, <laughs> yeah. As I was saying, Artush then then shows up. Everyone's like, all you care about is cleavage. I'm 53 and still care about cleavage. Fuck you, motherfuckers. <laughs> anyway, truth appeared to say that this isn't 24-7 title that keeps them all together. It's the love and truth said that mm-hmm. he's in an ordained minister and he's saying you can't go for the 24-7 title until after the wedding. So right. truth they said- They ordained our truth and it's not signed. So it's official. Right. So Truth goes on to say there's going to be a double wedding next week on Raw and the couples were happy about that, Jeff. I can't believe great. Truth is going to turn heel and double cross them at the double wedding. Oh, for sure. That'll be great. You know what, Pop, me? Bring Jake the Snake fucking back with his snake like he did back in the day for Macho Man's and Elizabeth's wedding. Remember that? I do. <laughs> that would be Jake funny. Snake still under uh, like the first year of a two-year extension and we've seen him twice in that well, if if Jake and Snake can be in the WWE 2K22 game, then I can't see why he can't show up on Raw. I'm pretty sure those two things are not the same. I don't know. But anyway, let's move on from that shit because we get a replay of the Sonya Deville, Bianca Belair segment, but then we get Adam Pearce walking up to Sonya Deville asking why she was doing this. Sonya said what she did was a sign an open contract. Sonya said that she made it official and he can't do anything to stop her. Sonya told Adam not to be jealous that she's still in her prime. The Alpha can That was just stupid, man, to be honest. But, All made sense to me. Hey, oh, yeah, it sure does. Anyway, after that, the Alpha Academy duo of Chad Gable and Otis made their entrance with Gable 
doing his shoosh. And thank you. And we move on to the match of RK Bro, Randy Orton and Riddle versus Alpha Academy, Chad Gable and Otis. Even and though we were promised the Usos versus their RK Bros on Raw. Right, we'll get to that actually. But uh, yes, that's that was true. That was a Connie's bait and switch. That was a bait and switch. But look, we'll probably end up getting it at WrestleMania Backlash, obviously, right? Well, we're supposed to be getting it at SmackDown. Oh, are we? Is that is that official for the for the titles? Uh, well, I thought Monday was official, so I can't really say that. But that is my understanding. But whatever the outcome, I'm sure we'll be getting a... Uh, I mean, Backlash, WrestleMania Backlash is typically rematches from WrestleMania. Right. Um, so well, since boobs and WrestleMania don't exist... Uh, it'll be yeah, it'll true. be a rematch of whoever wins that match, or Nakamura and his new partner. Maybe, like I said, Boogs's younger brother, <laughs> Dick Boogs. No. Oh, please, Trick let's boobs. not go there. Let's not go there. Absolutely Stick not. Boobs. Stick boobs, whatever, Stick, or just boobs. Boobs. Stop. I'm not. They got boobs on that. <laughs> boobs. We're just calling boobs. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Okay, bro, are the winners by pinfall. I actually loved the ending. It was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, okay, bro, get the win. Yeah, good. I mean, sorry for Alpha Academy, but we always knew that they were transitional. They are basically Sheesh. you know, a job team for now. Sheesh. And Gable's thing is obviously going to be with Gable Stevenson, so Gable will now then just be Chad, maybe hanging Chad. I don't know. But, um, yeah, until Alpha Academy gets a third member, they're going to start losing again. Thank you. <laughs> I don't care what anyone says. That makes me laugh, man. Good. Well, anyway. Ima- imagine says- hearing it while someone's dragging you across the bar countertop. Now that's Dude. funny. Thank you. <laughs> Shush. Anyway, the Usos make the entrance as a SmackDown Tag Team Champions while the Raw Tag Team Champions, okay, bro, was still in the ring. The Usos get into the ring. Randy Orton said that apparently the big dog, that would be Reigns, Jeff, let his bitches mm. off the leash. Jay said that you know exactly why they are here, uh, why they are there. Jay noted that they are already the longest reigning SmackDown Tag Team Champions in history, so they're trying to be raw. Jimmy said that they were they were to challenge RK Bro to a championship unification match for the tag team titles. Riddles wondered if it was like the Avengers while mentioning different colors. The Uso said that they already have the blue titles and they want the red ones now. And then the Street Profits come in. The Street Profits duo of Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins appeared with Ford wondering, what do we have here? I straight away thought of Enzo. Cup of haters? Cup of haters? <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Dawkins said that they were the ones that challenged RK Bro to a match at WrestleMania, but then Alpha Academy made it a triple threat match. Ford mentioned they beat the Alpha Academy last week, so Dawkins said that they are next in line for a title match. Jay said that they didn't cut in line when it's the bloodline Ford said that they are happy to take on the double J's after they take the raw tag team titles from RK bro Orton said that nobody wants to hear them bicker they want to see them fight so Orton said that he wants to see this tag team match he asked the fans if they wanted to see it and the fans cheered that meant the Usos versus the Street Profits was going to be your main event for the show Jeff that's official Orton's playing chess the rest of them are playing checkers absolutely and it looks so obvious because he made everybody other than RK bro look like dumb cunts bro not sea cunts dumb cunts just dumb cunts straight up dumb cunts bro (laughs) 
this was dopey, but it was a fine. I mean, for a cop out, it was fine. I mean, I'd rather see that than than RK Bros have to wrestle two matches in a row and it be sort of a you know that's the excuse. So yeah, this this was fine. So yeah, we had a match. It was the match was also fine. Absolutely. Well, this was a great fucking main event, Jeff. What a match between the Street Profits and the Usos. I thought it was pretty good. The Usos yeah. end up getting the win as probably predicted. Yeah. And uh, I guess we move on to SmackDown with RK Bro. I don't know if it's for the titles, but we'll see. Nevertheless, I didn't think this Raw was bad. No, I, I didn't think this Raw was bad either. I mean, the you know, the, again, the Bachelorette segments were a little bit goofy, but the payoff was was funny. Uh, the only thing that made absolutely zero sense uh, was the way the Damian Priest AJ Styles match ended. But the rest of the show was fine. I mean, there's always the overarching criticism of too much filler, too much recap. They could easily put two more matches in there, uh, but they released 923 wrestlers, so <laughs> they don't have a roster for those two other matches, and God knows they can't write stories for them. So I don't know. I mean, listen, aside from aside from that, accepting Raw and the formula that it is, this was a good Raw. I agree. I actually, Like I said, man, I, I've actually been enjoying them lately. I find that, look, it, it was a bit of a funny, it was a bit on the funny side in a way to this Raw, which wasn't too bad though because it actually amused me like with the Elias is Equal stuff and also the stupid 24-7 title bullshit that we're getting. But uh, still, nevertheless, it was amusing. The matches were good. Segments were intriguing. Cody was, you know, Cody automatically makes Raw so much better. Let's be honest, Jeff. Does he not? He does, but I mean, just like everyone else, if you get overexposed, that'll turn. That's which is why they need more people on their roster. Absolutely. And, uh, to, to add some more personalities and more segments. I, I don't need to see Cody doing the Cody thing every week. I mean, that that's what happened to him on Dynamite and Rampage. I mean, it was Cody, Cody this, Cody that. And but it's not just about Cody, it's about everyone. I you get bored with Seth Rollins, you get bored with I mean, Kevin Owens seems to be the only person who doesn't get bored boring but it's almost like he's like in the the comedy foil he's like he's like the angry straight man in a comedy <laughs> but he's, he's like naturally... the madison of the of, of raw right i can see where you're coming from but he's naturally funny though jeff i actually find him naturally funny he is funny you know what which I mean? is why which is why it works and why somehow he doesn't get he doesn't get boring but um but then you know again overexposure listen i used to get bored from you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, he, not really The Rock as much, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I, I agree. I, did, I used to get bored from Stone Cold too, man. I was much more of a Rock fan than I was of, of an Austin fan, believe it or not. Big time. Yeah, and, I mean, Ric Flair is the, only, is the only wrestler I remember that I never wanted to miss any of his promos. Really? And probably The Rock is number two and The Road Warriors would be number three. And that's just because, I mean, I was just obsessed with The Road Warriors. Oh, The Road Warriors were magnificent, dude. I mean, I used to love them when I was young. I mean, I know that they dined on death and... and <laughs> dined on and, death. And that the, the dead men told no tales and things like that. <laughs> they were brilliant, bro. Absolutely brilliant. I mean, I loved them as The Road Warriors, Legion of Doom, whatever. I loved them. And before we actually go, Jeff... What's this about uh, Wales getting a stadium show, a WWE stadium show? Did you hear about yeah, that? Yeah, Cardiff. Cardiff's right. getting a stadium, yeah. So good for the UK. I mean, I didn't know Wales was a real place. I, I thought it was just <laughs> make-believe where, like, elves and gnomes lived and James Bond. Hey, um, we've got listeners in Wales, Jeff. 
Oh, I love Wales. I know Wales is right, right beyond the little mountains. It's like north of Cornwall and you know, <laughs> miners and, you know, great stuff there. So, yeah, Cardiff is, is getting a, a big stadium show there. Um, I think it's going to be in September. I think so. Or October, maybe, I think it was. Or maybe September. It, it, whatever it is, it's, it's, I think it's the same month that they're going to Saudi so that, um, so that I guess they'll get all their international travel in for the year back to back. Well, Everyone it was also visas in order, right. passports up to date. Well, I wonder if they'll do another stadium show here in Australia, dude, because they've done two pay-per-views here in stadiums over here. I mean, it took a long time for them to get back to the UK, but maybe, I don't know. I mean, could be. Well, is it going to be a pay-per-view from their stadium? I don't know what it's going to be. I mean, I don't think there's been details yet, but whatever, if it's a pay-per-view, it'll be on Peacock. So terrific. Right, absolutely. No I mean, if it's only one episode, my guess is that it's going to be a premium live event. Maybe it'll be considered like crown jewel as opposed to a traditional pay-per-view. But it makes more sense, sense, right? Yeah, but they're the, they're the same things. Right, no, no, for sure, man, no doubt. I'm sure it will be a pay-per-view anyway, a premium event, whatever you want to fucking call it. But... Right. um. But anyway, and also apparently uh, Money in the Bank is going to also come from a stadium. Um, I had, did not hear that. You're breaking that news to me. Yeah, like if you look it up, apparently Money in the Bank is also going to be held in a stadium. I think in Tennessee, actually. Well, it's going to be in Titan Stadium? Yeah, I believe it was, yeah. Okay, well, that would I guess that would have to be in the spring. Um, you know, otherwise, the Titans probably use it and don't like other people using it during that time I, I read it this morning my time so and it's morning now over here actually but um yesterday morning i read it actually now shall i say it's morning in australia it's the morning it's four in the morning jeff yeah so, it's getting it's getting into the winter time there huh yeah but it's not cold not not too cold just yet man i want it to get more cold like at night it's well, cool well it's early fall for you well yeah that's true too that's true too well i'm so good about knowing my seasons I just yeah, don't know that there's a territory and a province. Well, you you got spring right now, right? Yep, spring is yeah. sprung. Yeah, and for here it's autumn. So, but anyway, in saying that, Jeff, tell them where they can find you, my man. Yeah, uh, wherever Jimmy T is, generally you can find me these days. Uh, Garden of Doom is my non-wrestling podcast. Please check that out. A bunch of episodes right now are on the PWC. That's so exciting. Oh, yeah. Garden, Garden Views, it's like its cousin show. It's more mainstream uh, interviews, a lot of legal-related topics. Um, and Hammerlock Hangover is my weekly wrestling podcast with my partner, Big Daddy Cool, Stephen Pena. So you can check that shit out. But I'm all over the place, frankly. You can, I did something on the PW Hustle. I've been on Channel Attitude. I've been on, on Cage four weeks in a row. The blow off, of, uh, I think, a couple weeks in a row. So, you know, it, it, it's sort of like, how do you avoid me more than <laughs> That's true. He's been everywhere, folks. And and not just that, not just, uh, you can find also, like, our show, The Skirmish, on the PW Hustle. So look out for that. But also, also, you can find the, the perspective right here on the PWC network and on The Hustle. And also the Pro Wrestling Reflection. So shout out to all them boys over there. And uh, in saying that, Jeff, if you want to follow me, you can at, at PWC Network and also at DJ Mass Effect. Also, please like and subscribe right here at the PWCnetwork.podbean.com. I'm Jimmy T. He's Dr. Jeff Nipman. And you've been listening to the PWC Monday Night Machismo right here on the PWC Network. Peace. Stay evil, my friends.
is because maybe you feel a bit threatened by me. I have enjoyed our chat, but you want to know what I'm really looking forward to? My first match back on Raw in six years here tonight. And it is against you. May the best man win. Miz feels upstage now. I, I would venture to say the Miz might quite possibly be embarrassed later on tonight, King. Look out, look out, here he comes! Wait a minute! Going for the sneak attack! Cody Rhodes prepared! Watch it. Guess we don't have to wait till later on tonight for the Miz to get embarrassed. Styles in position! Styles! Perhaps. Oh! Thinking phenomenal form took a little too much time. Damian Priest, great job getting that leg up. We talked about AJ's IQ. Hit like that from Damian Priest will reduce your IQ. Oh, what's he doing now? To the cover. A beautiful hey, reversal. Hey, hey, look at this. Oh, oh. And back, shoulders down. Oh, Connor. Here's your winner, Naomi. Oh, that gave us smile. Delayed, not denied. Finish this one fast. Oh, KOD! Oh, Shoulders down. This might be it. And it is! Wow! Here's your winner. The Raw Women's Champion, Bianca Belair! MVP, the only survival that you need to worry about is your own. You think you're tough because you're standing behind the giant? Well, I'm going to chop his ass down just like I did at WrestleMania. And then after I finish Omos and VP, I'm coming to get you. It's not often anyone says that about Omos. Oh, we go, we go. Obviously, this, this severed relationship is cut deep for Bobby Lashley. Wow! Hey, oh, my gosh. Bobby Lashley destroying the VIP lounge. We're not here with MVP Tolan. We could be here for lawyers. From beer behind. Oh, there's that cervical clutch again. Instant tap. He's not letting go. 
Whistle, and now you get a break. Here's your winner by submission, Veer Mahan. Absolute domination once again from Veer Mahan. Yeah, this guy's scary. Oh, look at him. He's not through yet. It. Oh, my God. Uh, you got to think, this is not only a message to the Mysterios, this is a message to the entire WWE Universe. Look at the official. He's asking for help. Yeah, he's ignoring the tap, twisting on the spine of Dominic Mysterio. They need some help. He's finally getting some. This Veer Mahan, finally. Four officials, four officials to pull Veer off. Look out, he's going, he's going again. back to it again. Veer Mahan is relentless. This is unbelievable. Guys, yeah, for more help. Oh, they cannot release that grip. There you go. Dominic's got to be, that was bad. You don't want to go through that once. He just went through it three times. Damage done to Dominic's neck. There's gotta be. His neck, his throat, his spine. Pure savagery, two weeks in a row from Veer Mahan. This time on Dominic Cruz by himself. I'm sorry, Dominic Mysterio by himself. Oh, look at the tension from Veer Mahan. Pleased with the destruction that he just caused at the expense three, of Dominic Mysterio. One, two, three, put him on. Put him on. Slap the taste out of Miz's mouth right to oh. finish it! Oh. Cutter for the middle rope. Bad leg, no problem. Uh, this is not looking good for the Miz right now. It's about to Locked get worse, King. Oh, Rhodes! To the cover, one, two, three, a hard fought win for Your winner, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. So here's what I'm thinking: Rollins versus Rhodes, part two. What do you say, Mr. Nightmare? Contract. Go ahead. No matter who the opponent is. Let's do it. Thank you. Now let's bring out your opponent so she can sign this contract and we can make it official. Without further ado, she is a generational superstar who divides gender barriers, breaks down social norms, and has impeccable grace and style. A superstar who one year ago promised to return for her shot at the women's title. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Yes, it's exciting. Who's it gonna be? Listen. This is really good. Your next opponent 
is me. I knew it! Oh, man! No! Oh, man! You can't be serious. Signing the contract that she made, that she had drawn up. Sonya Deville is a WWE official. champions, the Usos! Well, you gotta give credit where credit is due. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, wait, wait!
best there ever will be. The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to.